on this episode of Japan 2.0. And so I think that um, they're they're kind of concerned because people probably get like, oh, this is a really cute dog, and they get it home and they're like, I hate this thing. It, you know, tear, tore up all my expensive things. Howdy, Matt. Howdy, David. <laughs> this is Japan 2.0, your favorite podcast that releases a few episodes a year at well, this point. Yeah, yeah, but we're trying to do once a month, hopefully once a month. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we made it this month, but uh, in the future, let's let's hope that that's our regular schedule. That's right. Quality, not quantity. That's what I always say. I think that's what we said in the last episode as well. That's got to be our motto now on. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we have a timely episode in some ways Mm. and untimely in other ways because we had a request probably four years ago, five years ago, to talk about pets and what owning pets is like in Japan. And uh, neither of us had pets at that time, I think, right? Well, that's not technically true. Did we have the... uh, Axolotls. Oompa Loompas? Yeah. Whoopa Loompas. Oompa Loompa. Yeah, whoopa loopas are what they call axolotls. Some people call them Mexican salamanders. Uh, You know, as a Mexican myself, I don't feel offended by that name. I'm just letting you guys know. When we we had that episode, when we did that episode, yeah, there, I don't remember. Did we do an episode on it? We did, I think. On pets? I think. You you tell us. This is a recent conversation. We were debating another episode topic. I can't remember what it was. It was, you know, Conveni 2.0. Oh, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. time to do Convening 2.0. I'm like, dude, we definitely... That one I knew we did. And like, really? And I just searched on Google. We have so many episodes now. I think 130 or 140, something like that. That I'll, wow. have, to, I'll have to, like, Google our, or check our website to remember what we've recorded what we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you tell us. Have we done a pet episode before? If we did, we did, in, uh, we did a very cursory version of it because... Uh, Matt would have just had his uh, axolotls. I eventually got some since then, one since then. Um, but I say we have a more bona fide, real pet entering the scene here that now we feel a little more credible uh, to do this episode on. Yes. Right? So um, I, uh, my wife and I have been talking about getting a, a pet. Yeah. Um, cat was a possibility, but we ended up getting a dog. So I, I was. This is one of the things I wanted to ask you. So it's time straight away here. Yeah, I would have totally guessed you guys would get cats. I thought you guys are cat people. I don't know if I'm thinking more about you because I know you more than, than your wife. Yeah, but I was surprised when you chose dog. I mean, or cat. I just considered those to be the two big options. So why did you guys choose dog and not cat? Well, I think dogs don't jump up on things and are, are usually aren't as destructive as cats. I mean, I've had a lot of cats growing up, and some of the cats would like to scratch things and tear up walls and stuff. And the, anytime you find something like you don't want them to scratch at, they do, you know. Yeah. So um, because we live in an apartment where we pay key money and we have a deposit down, and we mm. we wouldn't we would like it to get that deposit back if possible. Yes. Um, 
uh, yeah, dog would seem like a better idea, and especially a small dog. So um, we used to call him. Uh, it was a terrible name that my aunt gave to any dog that was of a small stature. And it was kick dogs. I don't know if you've ever heard this before. I've definitely heard it before, and I'm gonna probably lose a lot of our audience here. But I probably feel similar to your aunt about smaller dogs. That there's a part of me that does want to kick them away when I see them. Yeah. Well, um, I think people typically want a when they want a dog like that. It's to coddle it. It's to cuddle with it all the time. You know, it's to hold it everywhere, take it into every restaurant, things like that. Keep it with you at all times, right? And um, I, I think that that's one of the appeals to small dogs for a lot of people. But uh, for us, it's just, you know, some companionship in the house, you know, and uh, we wanted something that would be right for us. I think um, a lot of people rush into picking a dog, you know, but we did some definitely did some research before choosing the dog uh, that we did. So, um, you know, for all the people out there, I don't condone <laughs> kick dogging, you know. <laughs> kicking a dog or, or harming any dogs or uh you know i believe people should be treating animals uh well, I mean, humanely of you, course you bought a kick dog so for, of course that you would be you know i don't want to i'm very right now i'm very paranoid i don't want to accidentally step on it or kick it or anything and it's because it is a tiny this tiny dude yes so you chose dog or cat yeah you thought it was a little bit easier in japan yeah also the another thing too is for cats you know cats like to climb up on top of things and mm. we don't really have a lot of shelving and stuff that's tall enough for cats mm. and shelving that we want them to go on so um i didn't want to you know part of our apartment agreement is that we don't add things to the walls mm. so um that was kind of out of the question and if if i was to get a cat i think i'd add I'd want to have the shelves or, or things for it to go up yes. up high, you know? Yeah. So for me, dogs seem much more difficult to own than cats. Uh, I would say in Japan, I'd assume that's particularly true. I think we both grown up with cats and dogs previously in America. Yeah, right? yeah. Lots. Uh, I guess for me, I always had a back, like a fenced-in backyard everywhere I live. So when we had dogs, we just kind of leave them out there. I don't feel bad about that at all if it's... Mm. You, overnight a couple of days you know just fill up the dog bowl a little bit bigger you know yeah and they have to eat it all on the first day they'll, they'll, they'll be all right they'll sort it out you know um but yeah i really think having that kind of yard space for me would be like um make it easy but not having that in japan um i think that part would weird me out a little or i'd feel it's harder than like having a cat you have a cat you know you leave it in the house for a couple of days no, no big deal right you yeah know, like, change the there, litter there's no you're guilt, all, you're all no good. guilt about yeah. that or anything did you they'll entertain put, themselves in that decision of cat or dog over cat did you think that it's like yeah it's gonna not mess up the place as much but it's gonna be a lot of work yeah i mean i guess the way I, uh, we looked at it is you know we work close to home oh. so we're close enough to come and, and check on him if we really need to you know mm -hmm. on in emergency situations um also we live very close to um a river and the river is has a lot of recreational mm -hmm. space for very dog friendly and then uh and then uh, even near the river there's a little road that has uh, not parks but like little walkways that have you know places where dogs can sniff and do their business and i see dogs on over there all over there all the time so it's not far from our apartment it's not you know that much of a hassle yes once my dog is at the age that it can be walked you know then 
will have to take it out every day, you uh, know. And, so it doesn't yeah. go on walks yet. No, I can't go on walks yet. So can't. yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get okay. there. Yeah, right. yeah. Don't. I know I'm, I'm jumping in, but uh, yeah. the the things come. All right, so maybe you wanted to rewind and you went you were researching, looking up kinds of dogs, sticking with small dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know me, I, I like labs and golden retrievers. I think they're the best dogs. I think they're the um, probably the most friendly and easy to take care of uh, and lazy, <laughs> lazy dogs. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to find out what would be a dog similar, you know, in uh, the small breeds, right? And so uh, during our research, Dashed Hounds kept coming up as like, they have high energy, so they do need to actually be walked, walked a lot. And um, uh, that is one thing that is different from, uh, although, I know a lot of Labradors are probably the laziest, but golden retrievers need a, a lot of exercise as well. Mm. And um, uh, so I, I looked it up and then it kind of had the similar qualities, you know, it likes attention from people. Mm. It likes sitting on your lap. They like, um, uh, you know, chasing things around the apartment. They're good at, you know, apartment life, you know, yeah. they can't jump up on tables because they got little legs, little you legs, know. Yeah. And uh, so that was one of the things that we um, we were considering. Okay. Now, that being said, we we were, you know, there are possibilities with other dogs, but the attitude would have had to have been right when we met it at the pet store. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, so we ended up getting a Dashedown, a wired-haired Dashedown. Mm. Um, they're also known as rabbit dogs. Uh, and the process of that is probably... Yeah, I mean the the most interesting yeah, yeah. part, right? Before you get to that, what just so people know, what are other small dogs that you see or like contenders in okay. Japan? You know, uh, most common Shiba Inu. Yeah, you'll see Shiba Inus everywhere. That is a national, the national, jo- national dog treasure, of yeah. yeah Japan. And uh, isn't there a very similar one called like Akita too? Is that am I crazy? Uh, Akiba? Oh, yeah, Akita? yeah. Yeah, Akiba. Like, is it slightly bigger than Shiba Inu? Or? I think they're larger, yeah. But they look kind of similar face. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. puffy, puffy kind of fur. They look almost like... It almost doesn't even look like fur. It just looks like a puffy, mm. like, loaf, <laughs> you know, half the time. Do you know Shiba Inus are allowed to be, like, exported outside of Japan? Because in uh, Korea, uh, there's something called a Jindo, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. I think those ones, like, they don't allow you to, like, export them out. So, like... People think, oh, Jindos are so cool because you can only get it in Korea. Mm. This could be dated. We lived there like 15 years ago at this point. Yeah. But uh, 15 years ago when we lived there, uh, that's what I kind of remember. Um, and to me, a, sh- a Jindo looks very similar to Shiba Inu. But uh, yeah, the people who know, for dog people, they're apparently quite different. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I wonder that. But yeah, so that's the great one. I would have forgot about Shiba Inus. Yeah. That's the uh, SoftBank dog, right? It's on SoftBank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that still their dog? I don't know, maybe. Uh, if you guys know the story of um, uh, the of the the little dog that used to hang out at Shibuya uh, Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hachiko. Yeah, Shibuya Station. Yeah, Hachiko. Yeah. And uh, I believe he was either Shiba Inu or like part. Because he, he looks, looks like, like it. Looks if you like see it, the picture yeah. of him, yeah. Um, Very cool story. Did you guys consider part. getting one of those? Oh, was it too big? No, no. They're known for being yippy, like okay. barking a lot, and they're known for being uh, aggressive towards other dogs, and then also slightly aggressive 
towards people that aren't your, their master, mm, you know, like the person protective. that they're, yeah. yeah. And I think because, um, you know, it's my wife and I, uh, you know, we didn't want a dog that would be too protective of one or the other, you yeah, know, yeah. like, because uh, then if she's gone, I have to take it. And if it doesn't, you know, agree with me as, as much, yeah. then, um, yeah, maybe... Mm. Maybe he wouldn't walk, go on walks with me or something. It might be stubborn, you know. Oh, okay. So, um, right, so Shiba Inu, Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. Well, there was a contender. We went went to a pet shop, and um, Emily, my wife, saw a, a Shih Tzu that mm. she really liked. I had a Lhasa Apso as a pet, and um, never heard of that. A Lhasa Apso is uh, like a similar breed, uh, like a Shih Tzu, except they're. I think their fur gets a little bit longer. They're mm. known for being a slightly more stubborn. Okay. Um, and maybe a little more aggressive, too. Yeah. Uh, the one I had, Max, he was a he was a real rough rough around the edges. And um, uh, he was really hard to groom. And mm. he needed grooming all the time. His hair would grow and grow and grow <laughs> and get matted and uh. nasty very quickly. So um, I was kind of, uh, Shih Tzus are much easier to like care for as far as grooming is concerned. And I hear their personality as like a lap dog and stuff like that is a little, it's a little more even keel. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, they're common here in Japan as well. And um, yeah, I've seen some really cool ones, you know, on the river. Uh, there's a guy in my neighborhood that um, has one that he puts on the back of his bike without... I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but um, a lot of bikes out here have um, baskets in them on, on the back of the bike. Um, but if you take that basket off, there's this little rack yeah. that's on the back of the bike. It's just a metal grate. And uh, that guy picks up the dog and he puts it on that. And the dog latches on, that's and they crazy. go riding off. And I've seen big, him. There's like big gaps in that thing. So it's kind of crazy. A dog. He, the could dog hook looks on, yeah. so comfortable, and he just rolls around in in the neighborhood. That's wild. And uh, so yeah, that I mean, kind of warmed us to that breed. <laughs> um, and then, uh, it was, so yeah, there was a possibility, and we saw a dog that was very cute, but um, but yeah, it was a little bit expensive for us. But that was one of the breeds we. Mm. We're considering. I think you chose right. I think Shih Tzus are one of the worst, ugliest dogs. I don't like small they're, dogs. They're not, I don't like small dogs. Cute. It's ugly cute, you know? That thing's just ugly, ugly for me. Chihuahua is another one you see here. I hate, I personally hate Chihuahuas. Sorry. If you like them. I think you chose. Long haired Chihuahuas were uh, a possibility yeah. because they, they too tend to have a better temperament than some of their um, other breeds yeah. of Chihuahua. And um, I've, you know, I have a, a close friend that had Chihuahuas, mm. and I, I used to be the same way. I didn't like Chihuahuas at all. They'd always bite, bite at me. You know, my ants like and stuff would, you know, would attack me. You know, poodles, Chihuahuas, kind of similar to me. They're very yippy and very nervous, and I didn't want a nervous dog. Yeah. And um, and they are both very common, common dogs here in um, uh, in Japan. Yes. So that was another breed that was everywhere. Um, and Pomeranians mm. were also a lot of Pomeranians. But once again, the maintenance on their fur and stuff is you got to constantly shave them or groom them. You know, they're very, mm. they're very difficult um, so, dogs. Yes. So those are definitely the ones I'd expect Matt to answer. You know, be in the city. Those are the ones that you see. Mm -hmm. I live a little bit outside of the city, kind of beach town. 
and I do see a lot of big dogs where I live. Other day, there's a dog meetup. We saw Dalmatians, Labs. Oh, yeah. It must have been like a big dog meetup or something. Yeah. But I would say one in four dogs out where I live break those norms that you, you just mentioned. Where I'll, I got Husky in my neighborhood. I got Pitbull. Oh, yeah. A bunch of Labs, Dalmatians, Greyhounds. Some, there are some big ones. I saw a Great Dane mm. in our neighborhood. What's the one that carries the beer? Uh, oh, Beethoven. Uh, yeah, yeah, Beethoven. Eight dating ourselves uh, here. Uh, it was just Saint Bernard. Saint, Saint Bernard? Bernard. Yeah, yeah, good. It's like a half Saint Bernard, half something else mixed. Um, so when that, we lived in Hanazo Nocho, yeah. our neighbor had a Saint Bernard, and we could not believe yeah, it. They must have had a, city. That's proper a city. small like building. I, Jeez, it, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it was an apartment or maybe like you know a, a small house, yeah. but I was like, they had I think two. Yeah. I, I can't remember exactly, but I definitely saw one. I could not believe I saw St. Bernard. It's but, you know, Hanna Zonocho, you know, hard part of town. Yeah, interesting part of town. So I want to say there are exceptions. And if you're not living in the city and you have a, a house or live by a beach or a big park or something, you will see a bigger dog. So it's possible, you know, if you're coming out here and you're a big dog person, that's really important to you. I'd just say, uh, yeah, get out of the city and you, you can make it happen, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's definitely true. We saw Labradors when we were when we were looking, mm. and of course, you know, we were always like, you know, talking to the lab throughout <laughs> through the cage, you know, because there's just such good dogs, you yeah. know, and I, I love those dogs. I love that breed. So um, I love pit bulls as well. Yeah. Um, uh, it would have been it would have been nice to have a big dog, but uh, honestly, like I, this was the best choice for us. Yeah. Like I said, we thought about it. A, a lot longer and harder than yeah. you probably I expect. think in an apartment there's no way you should, it's not it wouldn't be nice to get a big dog it's mean to the dog I think yeah um so the process of getting a dog I I'll just tell you the lamest version that I would know is not a dog owner right I just see there's pet shops around town when you're out in the city and stuff um there's pet shops. There seems to be one franchise that I often see. You were mentioning the name of it before. Yeah, it's called P First. P First. So where we are. I, I laugh every time. I know. Yeah, it's, it's juvenile, silly, but silly it's, it's a silly name. That's yeah. the one. Uh, out in Kansai, they're definitely the prevailer, you know. So, yeah, you'll be in any kind of major station area, and you'll see these. And um, they get a lot of attention. I guess not too different from back home. They have these storefront windows, you know almost like the mannequin or something. And uh, I guess because they're cities, right? Back home would be the shopping mall. You normally see a pet shop there. Yeah. But you'll be like downtown, you know, city street, you know, to see like a lot of couples, young couples on a date. I'll often see are like looking at the window, you know, saying how quiet it is and stuff, you know? It's usually by like shopping areas or department stores and stuff, yep. you know, where and people are, are spending money. <laughs> yep. And then well, that'll be the, the transition that I, even I know about. And you walk in there, and the first thing I notice is actually the smell is so good. Um, it's not a bad animal smell, and then it's not just like artificial trying to cover up the animal smell. Yeah. Somehow I've noticed all those shops are like the best smelling pet stores I've ever been to. By best smelling, I just mean like neutral, like a normal smell. I was just it doesn't back. smell like a kennel. Yeah. It doesn't smell like a kennel, but it doesn't smell like you're trying to hide the kennel smell either. That's the key. Because mm -hmm. we were back in Korea, we were going to some pet stores there. And the big things there were yeah, either it smelled like wet dog or it smelled like the most artificial, like, yeah, uh, air, <laughs> air spray or something, you know. And I couldn't, it's summer, you know, 90 degrees, and I, I couldn't hang, you know, sitting in those stores long. Yeah. So the stores there are just so clean and so 
seems like well just maintained you know yeah um that's one thing i know uh i've kind of considered getting a cat but the thing that's kept me from doing it is the prices are outrageous uh again yeah, it's been a long time since i've been back home but if you want a cat of any kind of like normal breed i'm not talking like some fine high level i don't know you want you call something's going to compete in a pet show or something like that yeah what's that famous pet show called that really best in show best in show oh, the movie's yeah. great yeah but um you're, you're talking like i'd say three thousand for average kind of cat yeah here. and that's nuts i mean as someone who's probably paid 50 bucks max for an animal in my life yeah um yeah it's pretty wild so that's kind of for me to shut down those we're going to pet store you know and it's just like yeah no like this is this is crazy no thanks um, now there are humane societies that I know about, or things like the humane society here yep. as well. Um, but I've heard that, uh, it's, you know, this is true probably anywhere, you know, it's not going to be like top choice animals in there. But I heard it's, it's more slim pickings and, uh, even back home. Well, we definitely looked into that too. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you brought up the fancy department store pet shops because those places are very expensive. It, it, going into those, I, I would see it's not uncommon to see a dog for like six, seven thousand USD. You know, like the equivalent. Yeah. Um, they have payment plans. They'll show the payment plan on the the write up for the the animal. My like, friend was just joking. Like, did you? We were talking about Matt's new dog. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, did you pay outright? Or are you doing monthly payment? I didn't even realize that was the yeah. thing. I was laughing so hard. So we went into a ton of those, like window, the window dressing, like pet shops and stuff, and yeah. the prices are outrageous. And um, and I was always, I was like, well, we could get a rescue. That's probably even better. And um, my wife did a lot of like research into it. And there's a place in Kansai called Ark. And they'll post, you know, when they have new dogs and stuff, and they have little write-ups about them. And there was a dog that we were kind of interested in. His name was Neo, <laughs> which means new. They had that in parentheses. And uh, uh, but Neo was not new. He was already like <laughs> he was already like 16 years old. And uh, but the uh, the thing that these places do is they take dogs that oftentimes like the you know it's an aging population. So they'll have the husband and wife might pass away or, you know, it's just one person and they pass away. And then there's a dog that doesn't have a, a home. So sometimes you could find like a good dog that just really needs a home. They do have abuse cases and stuff. But um, one thing that we found is any of the rescue places are the, the good ones that we found always tell you like what the background of the the dog is so you're not like taking a dog and was that and, in english or did you said the google translate it or arc has in english okay yeah nice, and then you could get google, google translate in um some of the other ones that okay. we checked out uh, but um arc was english friendly but yeah they were english friendly and they have english speakers there. For listeners yeah it, okay. like arc like noah's art yeah. i guess um oh, that's a good name yeah yeah and uh somewhere it's kind of between it's kind of not, probably not far from here, actually. Is it Kobe? Uh, Kobe, yeah. I, I think it's not Kobe, but it's like the mountains. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in the mountains uh, around here. Uh, but uh, what was the average age of the dog there? Just for people listening. You say, like, oh, I mean, it was a range. Or? Yeah, yeah. Like most if you of them were like, a like dog, could you seven. Get yeah, they had a few, but most of them were um, bigger dogs. Okay. You know, a lot of times, and then um, I think the small ones go quick because mm. the, the dogs are so expensive mm. that somebody who's like oh i want a dog i'll, I'll take care of it just mm. like we wanted to 
and uh, you don't have to pay, you know? Yeah. You just pay for, like, some licensed stuff, and that's about it, you know? Yeah. So, so if you go there, you're paying me, like, 100 bucks or something to do some paperwork. Yeah, probably paperwork and, and shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, the, those the rescue places are great. And we, we really were hoping to get a rescue dog. That was really our goal. But uh, it just so happened that, that it didn't work out that way. Yeah. Neo was not so Neo. Neo was not so Neo, yeah. Um, That's a funny name because, I mean, something can only be new for so long, right? Yeah. Uh, so okay. I, I had a theory. Yeah. My theory was if you leave like the big department store areas and you go outside of town somewhere mm. that you're going to find cheaper animals. Yeah. And my theory was proven correct mm. when we went to an Aeon, Aeon department, not a, Aeon, they call mall. them Aeon town, mm. which is not like a mall really, but it is like a Japanese shopping, mall. shopping yeah. center yeah, yeah. more than anything. It's a supermarket and they have a pharmacy and they have a few restaurants and they also have a pet pet store, or this one has a pet store. And so we went to an Aeon town that was not far from our home, uh, but it was a little ways. You know, you have to get out just a little bit of the main the main hub. And uh, we went into this pet store, and they, um, yeah, they had the dog that we decided to get, and we ended up getting the dog there. Yeah. Prices were about half of what it could be. I, I kind of in my imagination said about $4,000 would be my limit. Sure, like, yeah. I wouldn't want any dog more than that. That yeah. seems excessive. I mean, $2,000 is already a lot. Yeah. And we ended up spending $2,000. Um, it was on sale on top of it already. You said the just the average figure there was cheaper than normal. And then on yes. top of that, your dog was on sale. Yeah, our dog was on sale. Yeah. So everything was about half, half the price. Mm-hmm. And then there was a special going on. I don't know. There's a lot of sales going on because of summertime. Summer there's sales, yeah. Summer sales are kind of famous. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for whatever reason, this dog was discounted. And uh, um, as soon as we walked into the pet store, um, Emily started looking at some of the dogs mm-hmm. you know, nearby her. Mm-hmm. But I, I spotted this dog far away and I said... I know she's going to love this because she loves those wired-haired Dashit Hounds. Had you seen a lot of those in Japan? No, or was the ne- first one you saw? none, so ever. Kind of rare yeah, never. You see Dashit Hounds all the time. With the wire. Yeah, but the wire hair, never. Okay. And uh, apparently back home, because I've talked, we've talked to family members back home, everybody says that's like one of the most expensive, like hard-to-find breeds, like they're really hard to get. So um, people have been telling us like we are really lucky because well, I guess maybe in be. Japan they might not be popular because they kind of they look like an old man, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I see a good amount right after you, I saw one today. Where were you? Maybe you were in the bathroom. Okay. I saw a dash of hound at the beach. I, I'm uh, I have to meet yours to see what this wire hair thing really looks like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I see them pretty often at our beach. They're a common dog. But I think it's the regular, yeah. So in Japan, it must be. Dashed hounds are common. Yeah. Uh, long haired, long haired dashed hounds are, are common too. Yeah, but the wire. The wire hair, hair less, less gotcha. popular. Yeah. yeah. One thing about the price. Final thing about the price, and we'll kind of jump in. As I joke with Matt that having a dog or getting a dog is more expensive than having a kid in Japan, which I think has got to be <laughs> con- kind of rare, you know, especially for Westerners out there. Yeah, uh, having kids around eight hundred, a thousand dollars. Just the fees that you pay at a hospital, the whole whole shebang. You know, all nine months or ten months, depending on how you count, what part of the world you're in. Yeah, um, yeah, eight hundred to like thousand dollars, and that's it. That's the whole whole shebang. Um, but yeah, dog 
couple now, thousand plus the shots birth, and all that stuff. Birth is also subsidized by the government a lot these days so i think that factors into it a little bit whereas owning a pet is a luxury and you know i i guess i i treated it as such mm. you know but in the states i mean people pay 10 i don't know what it is 10 20 i was just thought i can't have a kid ever in the states because you gotta pay for it right it's not yeah yeah it's not free like here or, you know thousand dollars yeah um so i think for a lot of western audience people you know that might be a funny concept People are paying, you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollars to have kids in yeah. the hospital. But I mean, once college comes, into I don't know play, if it's funny. It's kind of sad that <laughs> it, that's ir- the, ironic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think for a long time, actually, I would argue maybe having a pet would be more expensive than having a kid in Japan. Yeah, because um, having kids here is pretty cheap, and the government pays you four hundred dollars every couple of months. You know. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, once college comes into play, then that's all over. But yeah, like you were saying, once they start eating, like <laughs> you know, tons of food. Yeah, the teenagers. Yeah. But yeah, it is a luxury here. I think to have an animal. Um, that that's a big difference, right? Yeah. Back home again, pay. I assume I don't know after COVID inflation and all that stuff, but I can assume you get free animals all the time. Someone has a barn nearby you or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean. There are some perks to buying, you know, a dog here. One is uh, we are also paying into like the insurance, his insurance. So he's actually insured for a couple of years. Insured animal. Yeah, he's an insured animal. I've never heard of this before. Uh, He also has the microchip. Okay. So he can be found if he's lost. So do you know how to do that? Like, do you have an app or something that does it? Or I, I mean, they they if he's lost uh-huh. and it's ta- he's taken to a vet or a pound, they'll microchip it, and then we'll get a notification. They'll they'll scan his microchip. Okay, but you can't like track him. No, I I don't have. It's not like I lost my phone. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so um so that's also included. Uh-huh. Um. They also take care of, the, like, a lot of those fees include, like, their first couple of vaccines. Okay. Which is the, they have a, he's already received a Parvo vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the next vaccine is going to be a second Parvo vaccine. And then, um. Do you take them back to the pet shop where you bought them to do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you just bring them there. Or they're, they have, like, a vet that's, um, uh like works in tandem with that okay. that company right and that's all free i mean you paid for it already. it's yeah. not free we, we pay it but it's part of the fee right yeah. and um and then also i think we get another shot like a rabies shot if we're gonna go back to the united states mm. right so um because there's no rabies in japan fun fact yeah island countries yeah um uh i want to go back to the insurance thing because that one's crazy for me. what is so where does that insure? Like, if he breaks his foot, it's going to be covered by a, a vet, or I guess yeah, it's somewhat subsidized. Um, you know, if he gets really sick, like I think after, you know, a certain amount of time, like we can take him to the vet and they'll they'll, they'll try to like help him. I guess I don't know. Is it like a, is know? it like a government thing, or is it just like through that shop? Either? I think it's through the shop. Okay. I think it's part of like the bargain when you you sign up with these places. That's um, that, I mean, depending on what's covered, that can make like a couple of grand worth it, you know? Could, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, there's a lot of paperwork. Yeah. It's a big paperwork process. I was going to, how long would it take? Like, so you go to there, hours, you get the dog. Hours. Three, four hours? Yeah, yeah. So, um, on one, one thing is your apartment like apartments aren't super keen on you getting a dog right so we had to go to our apartment our landlord 
and we had to ask if we could get a dog. They wrote some documents. They gave them to us. We had to do agreements. They said, like, damage comes out of our deposit. Mm. Um, uh, there may be, in some cases, they say, if in your contract it says they can increase the fee, mm -hmm. sometimes that's just a threat. Right. In our case, it was. They didn't increase the, the rent. Mm -hmm. um, they were, they did ask what type of dog we were looking mm -hmm. at, what type of, um, what was the situation. So we had these documents for a long time. Uh, it, that took a while to get. And then, um, and then at, when you go to the pet store and you say you wanted a dog, well, they reserve it for you and you have to pay in cash to reserve it. So okay. I, we paid about equivalent to 180 us dollars to um in cash as a down payment and then uh they said when you're ready to do the documentation come in and oh man it's bureau japan bureaucracy yeah. well, i figured this best, would be the, know? the biggest story yeah Matt and i often try to change say things and not talk about you know until we get on the podcast yeah so i, I don't know any, any of this <laughs> yeah i figure like just the paperwork was gonna be the biggest headache or hassle or time but nothing went wrong though like well Anybody who's gotten a phone in Japan or have agreed to an yeah, apartment, anything like that, knows that one of the policies that people that are in these service jobs have to do is they have to read through everything. Mm. So the woman brought out, the woman that was working with us brought out a book and set it on the Did table. No, no English yeah. at all. They asked us to bring somebody that spoke Japanese. Mm. So um, we asked a coworker to come with mm. us, and she was so excited that we were getting a dog that she she jumped at the chance. Yeah, um, and it also got her a few hours out of work, you know, nice. <laughs> which is good too. But um, uh, so she came, and she's she's actually not Japanese herself. Okay. She, she's Thai, but she speaks better than you know mm. we do. So she luckily was able to, you know, help us through some of the, some of the translation and she's pretty good at, she's better than she gives herself credit for. Sure. And, um, uh, so we're really appreciative to her for that. Um, and, uh, but that booklet, I mean, they had to read everything and they start out with like basic stuff like, you know, this is your dog. You can't hit your dog. You can't kick your dog. You can't, really? you know, like you have to keep feed it. That's um, incredible. They uh, even gave, uh, uh, they go through, like, that's the first part. Then the second part is they go through the insurance plan. And then the second, the next part is they go through, it, it was, they were going to go through everything. And I didn't actually stay the whole time yeah. since it's <laughs> kind of my wife's project. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a dentist appointment, so I had to leave. Uh, I, I, there was no way I could stay the whole whole time. But uh, when I got home, my wife filled me in on the rest of it. And she said they even gave her this, uh, it's like a guilt trip book. It's like a book about, um, uh, it's like a storybook. It looks like a little like golden, you know. It's like manga? Yeah. No, Almost, it's yeah. like a little like children's illustrated Oh, storybook. I know the golden one you are going to say. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the pokey little puppy right, or something. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, when you open it, it has like a little kid. And it shows him like not treating the dog well and the dogs get sad and it's like tears coming out of his eyes. It's a really cute dog. And then it says, if you love your dog, you know, and it shows him like changing his ways and treating it very Japanese kind. Japanese people are so big animal lovers, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to knock Korea that much, but like 
I saw some people be a little bit mean to animals in Korea. Now look, that might just be an anomaly. Maybe I just saw it a couple of times, but particularly like cats. Some yeah. Korean people really hated cats. Yeah. See when we, like, I was there, it was similar. See yeah, I mean, rocks thrown at cats, yeah. or the people tell me cats are evil and stuff there. Yeah. There's like street cats, right? They used to tell me the evil eye, and they used to take this thing with their. My students used to do this thing with their fingers where they put up like 11 you know uh, but they put one in like each slit, eye slits yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and they said ah, evil eyes cats evil right. eyes now look i'm a cat lover so maybe i took more i was more sensitive to that <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know but um japan to me always just straight away just when you see cats people are just taking care of neighborhood cats always here or same with dogs i, I just i'm surprised that there's a need for that uh, guilt trip stuff here because it just seems like a place that just loves animals. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine there's bad families, you yeah, know. Must, must be. You know, I think that one thing that they seemed most concerned about from what I, I gathered was that a lot of people get pets and they don't understand the responsibility. Mm. You know, so it, that happens back home too. I've heard of this a lot. Of people get a Dalmatian, right? And they don't realize Dalmatians require oh, yeah. lots yeah. of energy yeah. and lots of running and lots of, you know, they're not like lap dogs, right. you know? Right. And so I think that um, they're they're kind of concerned because people probably get like, oh, this is a really cute dog, and they get it home and they're like, I hate this thing. It, you know, tear, tore up all my expensive things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so huh. I'm sure those things happen. That's yeah, amazing. no, the the book is a real heartbreaker, and it even you came should, maybe on our Texas. <laughs> yeah, should be our podcast I'll, art I'll, for sure. I'll, for I'll sure. find it. I'll yeah. find it. All right, and. Um, uh, yeah, so anyways, this, that stuff was hilarious. But the whole process took about five, I think, four or five hours. <laughs> That's what I would yeah, imagine, yeah, but yeah. it's still crazy to hear that. Um, yeah, they brought out, when they finally brought out the dog, I didn't mm -hmm. talk about the time, you know, we, we met the dog the day before. And, um, Make sure he's yeah, yeah, no, you. we took him out, you know, when we were just getting to know him. Yeah. When we, and we he was so chill that mm -hmm. we were like, this might be the right dog for us. Yeah. And, um... And so on the day of, they bring him out, you know, with a little bow bow tie around his neck, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a little frilly, you know, bow tie and stuff. Um, they help you gather. Part of, oh, part of the fee does include a discount on, like, the supplies you need. Oh. So we got a kennel. We got, um, uh, you know, holder, like a little hand holder so we could carry him around. Okay, like so. a carrier. Yeah, yeah. a carrier. I'm just kind of sad you guys didn't get the backpack that has the big, like, bubble oh, in it. Oh, I love that you know thing. That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's case, better for cats, though. Yeah. Those of you who don't know, you'll see this backpack here. I see it maybe only once or twice a year, sadly. I wish I saw it more than that. It's like a space-age-looking, futuristic backpack, and it has this big plastic bubble on the back of it. And you'll see... Uh, Looks like a rocket ship. Well, yeah. Most of the time, it's uh, cats, but I have seen one or two small dogs in there, yeah. too. And uh, very small dogs. And uh, yeah, it just it feels very Japanese to me, that one. Yeah. Yeah, but you got the carrying case. Yeah, and it was very helpful. They walked us through the... Um, I was here for part of this. Yeah. And they walked us through the store and they got us like the, the food and the... Starter pack. Um, yeah, the starter pack. They were like, this is what you're going to need to feed him. This is the kind of stuff he's been eating. If we give him a snack, it's this can of dog food. Mm -hmm. You know, that was really helpful. They also said these are the kind of toys he was playing with. He doesn't play with any of those toys <laughs> at our house. Uh, but, Is it uh, like your uh, DeLorean Lego? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but he likes to chew. Like, we got him a, a little metal dish holder. It's, it holds his two dishes, his water dish and his okay. uh, food yeah, yeah, dish. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't care about that, 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 that 
he flips over everything and he just bites the, the metal thing underneath. And we're like, this is not your toy. This is not what it's we like got. It's like the equivalent you yeah. buy a kid a great expensive gift and they like oh, the cardboard yeah. box more, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's the exact situation. We got him all these toys, like ropes and, and things. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, he's not playing with any of these. So I got out a Nike box yeah. and guess what? He loves the Nike box. Awesome. We had to take it away because he was getting tummy aches, and we're not sure if like chewing, chewing. the cardboard, yeah. you know, was doing it. But um, but yeah, he'll get his Nike box back, back eventually. Yeah. You haven't said the name yet, so I'm wondering at what point did you decide the name? At this point, was it when you saw him in the store? Or was it when he got home? Yeah, when we 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 didn't have a name for him. Um, we saw him in the store. We came home. We talked about names. Uh, we wanted sausage names, you know, like they're the funniest names for wiener dogs. I yeah. think Oscar. Uh, you go for Oscar. Yeah, or Meyer. Those well, you and I, you and I know Greg Miller from Kind of Funny Games, yeah. another podcast. We, you know, we used to listen to a lot. Sure. And uh, he had a, a famous uh, had wiener a dog, dog named Portillo. Yeah. Named after the sandwich and hot dog. Uh, restaurant yes and uh so i always thought that was funny and i thought oh vienna would be a funny name you know and uh so another one we landed on was link and because both of us were playing a lot of uh tears of the kingdom legend of zelda um link seemed like an appropriate name i just Uh, realized the sausages are linked together often well. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's the oh. that's the joke. Right? I thought like it was it's, a Zelda. No, a yeah. Zelda and the do- sausages come uh, in links. I never yeah. would have thought the sausages. Yeah, yeah. There. So that that was the first connection. Now our dog is a wired hair dashed hound, so uh, I really wanted to name him Taro Root. And if you look up Taro in, in uh, online, you'll see it's like a root a root vegetable yeah. with yeah. lots of like wiry, wiry hairs yeah. coming off of it. He looks awfully oh, like cool. Taro. So Taro was a close runner-up, but okay. yeah, we landed on Link. Very cool. Um, yeah, any other major differences, you think? Or? Yeah, one thing that uh, definitely pet owners should be aware of is if you get a puppy that hasn't had all their vaccines, they have to stay indoors for an extended period of time. For us, it's about a, about a month because of his age and the amount of vaccines he's had. Um, so he's not act technically allowed to go outside right now. So odd to me. I mean, you got to get him home. So that's part. Go outside there, right? You take him on the train home? He, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But he can't go out like in the dirt and stuff. Parvo is a serious problem. I don't know if you've had any dogs yeah, that have had the name par- Parvo. Parvo, before. I've never heard of that Parvo is a viral disease that um, I, I don't know if it's a virus or a, a like a infection, like a. I don't know what you call it, parasite, mm. but uh, I believe it's viral, and it's usually around places where there's construction going on. When they dig up the dirt, like this virus is comes out, and it's very dangerous for dogs. And um, in fact, my my pit bull growing up, Maya, she had parvo at a young age, and she was so strong, like strong willed too, like. Mm she survived it yeah she she took her to the vet and everything but she was very sick and she was still trying to play and still trying to run and all this stuff but we knew she was messed up uh and she had complications throughout her life you know because of this well so it's pretty serious and emily lost a dog parvo as well you know um so uh yeah it's very dangerous but if they have their vaccines they're all you know the immunity is very high so Mm. Uh, yeah. So 
for that reason, he shouldn't be out in the dirt, he shouldn't be out in the fields, he shouldn't be out in the flowers, he shouldn't be chewing on grass. One month isolation. Yeah, so... Like COVID all over a again. Little, COVID a little all over less, again. Yeah, yeah, a little less than a month. But, but um, yeah, we're waiting for him to get his... Uh, they call it a debut day. <laughs> That's what they called it. That's amazing. Debut day yeah. is when they could come out into the world, you know? It's uh-huh. like a new birth for our, our pet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so far... Link's been very adjusted. He's doing kennel training right now. He's using, we got like the little mat for him to potty on Mm. and go uh, uh, pee and poo on. And he's already using it like I'd say about 60% of the time. Uh, never had a poo mistake. Mm. He's had a bunch of pee mistakes, mm. but, um, but you know, that's part of, mm. of training. Yeah. Um, yeah, the food, he loves his food. He mm. loves, you know, he loves our home, you mm. know, and he's been play. he's a great lap dog, plays video games with me. Yes. So no, yeah, um, here's another thing I was wondering again. So I always had dogs. We always just, when you're gone, if they're not in the backyard, if the weather's too crazy hot or cold or something like that. Yep. Just hanging out in the house, you know. Uh-huh. But I've always known there's this thing that people do where they like put them in the cage all day. Yeah. The kennel is what you. Yes. Is why do people do that versus letting them hang out in the house? Is it just they don't want them to like mess up the house or I, I think in the that's, house or something. That's the main reason why people do it. Yeah. Uh, we're doing it now because it's kennel training. Yeah. Uh, once we get you know go back to work yeah. and we have uh, responsibilities or long long things that we need to do like. Uh, today I came out to Kobe to hang out and uh, my wife rushed back to get to him. But um, but uh, I think we're, I mean, he'll just be in our living room, you know. Just, just hang out in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't have any. If you have to go to the bathroom and you can't go out, they're like, it's like a cat. They're well, trying to go in the, in the thing. On the pad, yeah. So they don't need to be locked in there. They'll just go find it like a cat. Uh, hopefully not. That's the, no, yeah. that's the idea. Yeah, until they're fully kennel trained, mm-hmm. then you then you could let them go loose. So once okay. he's toileting in the the way we, we you know, are training him to do, yeah. then, um, yeah, I think that there shouldn't be an issue with that. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to make messes. He's going to get in the trash. You know, all these things happen. We're going to have to clip the trash cans shut, you know. Mm-hmm all the stuff that you do but because he's such a small dog and he won't get that much taller mm. um you know he's has free reign of the the most of a apartment and our mm. apartment is actually pretty big for japan mm. standards so we're kind of fortunate in that way that he'll have a lot of room to run around and, and Does it uh, smell play. like a dog i'd imagine the pooping and being in an apartment it's gonna be some smell no. Well, once again, small dog, very easy to clean up. Yeah. Um, those pads that they have, they're replaceable. It's like an insert of a diaper. Yeah. And you just open up the his his thing, yeah. you put down a new pad, close it, and uh, say la vie. No yeah. Smell. So far, so good. Okay. No big smells. So we, and we're pretty diligent. We change it a number of times uh, a day. You know, now, because he's a pup, we keep a alcohol spray and mm-hmm. you know wet wipes everywhere and we're ready for that that stuff so yeah. we don't let it linger uh his poos are so small we just wrap it and throw it in the the toilet actually mm-hmm. and uh flush it yeah easy easy peasy easy peasy there's one other thing i thought we didn't talk about i mean you mentioned it but not as uh we didn't hit on it I always remember, now where I go grocery shopping and stuff, I don't know what it is, maybe it's kind of more small, local places or something, but 
I don't really see like pet stores really at my grocery stores. Mm -hmm. But I always remember you telling me early days, you're like, hey, do you know so-and-so grocery store in Osaka? I can't remember the name of it. Da oh, Daiki. 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 Daiki yeah. Namba Daiki. You're like, do you know Daiki? And I was like, out here in Kobe, we don't, I don't know what that means. We don't have a Daiki. Yeah. You're like, oh, you got to go to this Daiki. He explained to me where it was. This is the neighborhood we hang out in all the time. It's a real city area. And you're like, it's like a zoo. Like the kind of animals they carry are wild in there. It's you like, wouldn't believe it. It's yeah. like a zoo. Like you're like, you'll see owls. You'll, I can't remember. What Foxes. It Fox. Fox. Meerkats. Like, Meerkats. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that, that is crazy. And sure enough, yeah, one day I was bored and I was like, I'm going to go to the zoo. <laughs> the Namba, and it's in a grocery store, right? Like, not it's in the food like area. It's more like a home, home improvement kind of like, yeah, yeah. do-it-yourself kind of store. And, but that one, do they have groceries at that one? At the bottom, yeah. There's right. a life mart underneath right. it. Yeah. So then, that's exactly right. Now now I'm being more familiar because, yeah, our all of our home improvement stores, like uh, Home Depot, if you know Home Depot. Yeah. You're right. That is where the animals are. Now yeah, I'm they often it. have a pet shop. Almost yeah. always they have a pet shop there. Yeah. And sometimes the proximity to the rest of those things there. Not one I can think of. It's very separate. It does just feel like a pet store. But there's other times where they're kind of integrated into the rest of the shop. And it feels very bizarre to see them. Yeah, you round a corner, right? You're looking for like duct tape. And owls deep looking you in the yeah. eyes. And sometimes they're kind of out. Like they're yeah. not in a cage. They're like just hanging out. Well, Daiki was, I mean, I remember going in there and I almost touched one of the owls. I thought it was a statue the yeah, first time I went like, in no there. Way that could and be the it. owl's head just turned around and I was like, whoa, you know, like I, I it was just out, out and about, yeah. right? It's not in the cage. It was, no, they like no. A, sometimes there's, I don't see a leash or anything. There must be something, but. I think that's died down a lot. I went in that Daiki and recently that was, yeah. and yeah. And it that was had, kind of an anomaly, that one, right? They still have meerkats. Yeah. They still have tarantulas. They still have scorpions. Yeah. But they've, I haven't seen any owls. Mm -hmm. They used to have huge tortoises. They don't have the huge tortoises anymore. So I think, um, you know, I think as the internet <laughs> reaches more people and stuff, I think the animal rights, animal rights, it, are they're pretty strong out here, you know? There, I think there's people that really do look after the animals, especially looking into art and some of these. Uh, rescue groups mm. and then there's also groups that go around and, and take care of like feral cats and stuff like mm. uh, we live like I said by a river and there's a bunch of feral cats and there's like these volunteers that go out there and like check on them and the ears are always clipped here you know whenever you see a street cat here it always is a clipped ear which I guess means yeah someone's ma maybe well, government's got it or maybe uh, I don't know but it means yeah that they are active there's a, a really famous uh, story in my friend groups of, uh, with my friend Aka guy. We went out looking for cats in Tokyo, in Asakusa. In the, in the street? Yeah, yeah. And, or Asakusa. I can never remember. What? How do you pronounce that? Asakusa. Asakusa. Why were you looking for? You say let's go find. Some there was a cat? cat park that I, I had visited my first trip to Japan. What's a cat, and I, what's a cat park? It, it's like a park that had like a bunch like we're of sitting like. sitting in right now. Yeah, it was like this. It was a little smaller, and it was by a river, and is there it, was a bunch of cats. Is it called Cat Park? Or you just no, 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 no. I just called it Cat okay. Park. Right, yeah, got, yeah. Got, got. Uh, I went to this really nice um, bar, and they played jazz music, and that's like another big part of the story. Uh, that that neighborhood. Mm. That's why I like that neighborhood. And uh, yeah, I used to. I when I was visiting, I would go to that park and just to hang out and watch the cats because they were really funny, you know, cats over there. And uh, we went to go see them. I, I was like uh, telling my wife, oh, let's go see the cats. And we, our friend was with us. 
and we go over there and he was going to take some photos and stuff and this lady came up to him and was like real fierce and she just started chewing him out like Aka guy, are you okay? And he's no like, photos he's cats. like, he, she doesn't want me looking at the cats. And I was like, what? And uh, kind of kooky. I think she was kind of kooky, but yeah, there are people that like do take care of these animals. Uh, you know, obviously she was feeding them. They had like little bowls around, you know, paper bowls and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, there's more things. You know, this is the beginning days of us. You know, owning a pet. So a like, you know. Two. There might have to be a part two. You know, I know that park and picking up after your poo is a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and all those things, you know. So maybe maybe a, a month uh, or two down the, the road, we can do a quick a follow-up. That's right. Well, the final thing I want to know about, you won't be able to answer much now, mm -hmm. but, like, this will be the follow-up. But my friend John got a dog during COVID, and one of his favorite things is, like, dog meetups. So back home, there's like apps, like meetup apps and all this stuff. And he's always like starting like groups for like dog meet. He's like the, the leader. He never, he's like, I never thought I'd be this person. Yeah, yeah. Or somehow I'd become this like dog meetup so in some <laughs> forum, I don't know, app discussion yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's good he, at that kind of stuff, right? He is, but he's like, yeah, we got 70 people turn out to the dog meetup. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> I never thought, yeah, I never thought you'd be doing that, you know, either. Um, so I'm wondering if, We've talked a lot before. It's hard to meet friends with Japan. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to my other friend who's new here. It's his first year. And he was just saying, like, that's his big goal in his second year is just to, like, be, you can meet colleagues for sure. But if you want to kind of, like, not ever talk about work or just meet other people and other professions and stuff, it's really difficult. And you have to kind of have, I was kind of telling him, like, uh, I'm kind of into clothing and stuff, you know? That's a really good one because people will just see you wearing something. You might be wearing something that's the same. It's very rare and obscure. And that will just get someone talking to you, you know? Um, whether you can turn that into a friendship or not, you know, that, that's definitely another story. But it at least gets you talking with people. Yeah. Not everywhere in the world having an animal is kind of famous. I mean, a lot of single people use it as a way to, to meet a partner and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering, yeah, if, if you have any... Have you ever heard of any dog meetups or seen any dog meetups? Or are you planning... You want to make them friends and all that stuff? Or are you kind of just uh, like not really think, <laughs> thinking about that stuff yet? Yeah. I mean, that, definitely our follow-up episode, I'll have more to say about yeah. that um, once we could get him outdoors. Yeah. Uh, so far, like, we have a security guard at our apartment. Yeah. I, he likes the dog already, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. He was he seems interested in it. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, but no other, like, you're not seeing, like, dog parks or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean like right right by where i live actually there, there, there's a river and there's it's not exactly it's like a park yeah. i guess you know it might as well be a park they kind of have like camping like summertime like fake camping yeah. you know over there and stuff because back home there's like special parks for dogs yeah yeah it's like a thing and i yeah. guess hong kong my sister-in-law lived she had a dog she had a dog and she had a dog park right by yeah, her yeah Tokyo, Japan, Tokyo does. Tokyo has dogs. Yeah, so right. Tokyo will have like if you go to Yoyogi Park, yeah. they have the dog section, dog section. and they have like well, these like huge. The park well, it Japan, is, right? yeah. but they have like these sectioned off places mm. for dogs to mingle, okay. and the, the uh, owners can just let them loose in these areas, yeah. and then the dogs play, and then yeah, it's hilarious. Actually, mm. I, I highly recommend if you're a, a dog lover to go over to Yo Yogi oh, and yeah. check it out. You'll see cats out there too. They'll, so there'll be some ladies with cats with the harnesses as well. 
but um i wonder i wonder if you start scooping out more parks you know it's like part of your life now yeah well link to you know right right where i live there is a lot of people already with a lot of dogs you know Mm -hmm. on the so i know that's an area that that, i mean is is fine um you get bored of that eventually i think after a year you'll be like let's see where else we can go oh i'm sure we'll go to a lot of different places Mm -hmm. you know like i mean but He's such a small dog. We could put him in the carrying case, take him, really take him anywhere, you know. Yeah, take him to the beach. So uh, we definitely that we were hoping that we could bring him, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, he's still not old enough. Uh, whatever thing thing I wanted to tell you about was I was in Ikeda. I did something interesting over there the other day. Where's um, Ikeda? Uh, it's in northern Osaka. Okay. And uh, as I was walking around. I saw a guy with a pet, and it wasn't a pet I've seen in Japan yet, and I was very surprised by it. It was just a guy in a polo, looked like a normal business guy, kind of looking guy on his day off, uh, not wearing like gray Crocs or, you know, (laughs) fired all the Croc wears out there. We've offended Uh, small uh, dog lovers and Croc (laughs) Croc wearers, it's like a large portion of the people. Yeah, I'm sorry everyone. Maybe they're all the same kind of people. Yeah, maybe. but anyways, he was carrying a chicken. This is the wow. first time I've seen that in Japan. Like I, I've seen that was in that Korea. On a leash? He was, no, it was on a leash. He was just carrying it, and the chicken looked really happy. And he was What's just a happy. Wa- chicken looked like compared to a sad chicken. It just like was chill, you know, and looking around <laughs> Not a big and like. Smile on this I mean, it looked like it had a smile, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd never seen that before. That was an odd one. That's... Odd one. I've seen people with birds. Yeah, so the you know, one, like parrots and stuff. I've seen ferret recently, mm. and you'll see ferrets occasionally in Japan, just natural, actually. I've seen a couple of ferrets run around natural in my time here. Yeah. But I would say my first eight years here, no ferret pets. In the last two years, I've seen maybe about two per year now. One day I was at the, was at the family mart the other day near my house. Yeah. Just, just family outside with the ferret on a leash, you know, just... As if it was a dog, cat, anything else. Wow. So. Yeah. I've never seen, I also say, living in Japan, I've never seen so many cats on harnesses going for walks in my uh, life. I'm not seeing that. It's not common. It's not as common it. as a dog. But I, it's more common than you think. Huh. You'll definitely see it now that I've said it. You know, it's one of those things. Right. I think I wouldn't notice that. Ah. I will say I have taken my cat out on a walk with the leash before. It was extremely unsuccessful. Oh, no. And a waste of money. Yeah. I then gave it three goes, and uh, we gave up. <laughs> Did not work. Cat, cats are kind of that way. You never know if a, your cat's going to be good for for walking on a leash or not. You got to try it. it. You got to try it. There's no guarantees with the cat. Yeah. He did the thing. As soon as we put it on him, he just, like, fall to the ground, like, as if it weighed 100 pounds. Like, and he couldn't, like, lift himself up. <laughs> He'd just stick on the ground, and that's all. He wouldn't move. I'd, like, yank him, you know? Nothing. No. No. No, it won't happen. Well, anyway, that's that. Uh, we were trying to rack our brains for a song we actually listened to that's about dogs. There's probably one. We'll probably, like, remember it later and kick ourselves. But we found a funny one. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty great. It's called uh, Koyunu no Carnival. Which I don't know, that name would not imply it's about dogs, but it runs through a bunch of breeds in Japanese and talks about dog life and is a very uh, anecdotal and it has a pretty funny beat. So, yeah, uh, we're going to go with that one unless we change it in a post production. That's right. 
and I think we should sign off today with uh, uh, explaining how dogs bark in Japanese. Do you know? The onomatopoeia for dog barking? Yeah, I know. Uh, let's just say three, two, one, and we'll go, and then yours will be right and mine will be wrong. Okay, yeah. All right? Yeah. I'm going to say the Korean one, I think. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Mong one, one. one. <laughs> Wong, oh. Wong Wong. The Korean one is Wong Wong. Wong Wong. There we go. W-O-N-W-O-N. Yeah. I mean, I guess I hear it. Yeah. Rough, rough. Rough, rough doesn't sound exactly like a dog. Bow either. wow. Bow wow. Oh, yeah, right. bow wow. All right. So, Wong Wong? Wong Wong. Wong Wong, people. I'm not